Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Well, do it live! No, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling George East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's May 19th, 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Uh, Our co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hawkins, will be by as soon as he uh, soon as he figures out the, I guess it's connection. He's trying to do a little special special thing here. We'll see if that works out. Uh, but in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call and Cam and me, and we'll talk to you sometime tonight on live on air. Uh, to do that, Call us at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, but you do indeed want to have your voice heard, you can drop us a voicemail. The voicemails are there for you. It gives you three unadulterated minutes to voice your opinions, ask your questions, yell, rant, rave, whatever you got for us. The voicemail is there for you to do it. Hit the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229. Uh, you can always drop us an email, old school, I guess, at this point. The email. Uh, the mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. So email us anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Uh, you can find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. You can find us on find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go there, give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, get the conversation going. That way, y'all know how it works. We did indeed um, get a like this week or this past week. Uh, Andy Douglas, appreciate you. Uh, assuming, let me see, I had my doubts earlier. This was a, uh, yeah, okay. Single seeking for a serious relationship. Yeah. Mm. 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 Frontline workers. Mm. I guess women can be named Andy and be super hot and have, Different profile pictures. 
All right. Uh, 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 has been confirmed that Andy Douglas is uh, this person here. So, honey, thanks. Uh, Bot, Bot Douglas, Andy Douglas, appreciate you. Um, that's the first time that's happened, I think. I'm usually, I'm pretty good about, uh, you know, shouting out everybody. I usually go to go to the page just to usually see where they're from, not even to, because I'm suspicious. But I was like, wow, Andy Douglas is super hot <laughs> for an Andy Douglas. Okay. That's too bad. But anyway, share the timeline or share it on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Yeah, know how it works. Uh, don't uh, don't send don't send me bot requests. And anyway, let's um, let's see if Cam is ready here. So I have okay. I think hello. Who's this? What's up? This hey, I thought it was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, that worked. Um, word. So we, I didn't really uh, go into what you got going on. What do you, what do yeah, you I was. I don't know. So, like, we do this thing through the computer, and so, like, mm-hmm. I probably should have like talked about it with you. I, it, the idea just came in my head. I'm like, we should probably, or we could probably, like, do this show like via Twitch. Like, you'd still use the technology you're using, but you'd just be looking at your computer. I'd be looking at mine. And, you know, just a way to have a bit more interaction um, as the world changes from phones to computers, right? Yeah, um, so I'm still working on it, right? No, no, no. We'd just be on, like, Skype, you know, um, which I can put on my Twitch. Oh. Like, I'm on Skype right now. and so. Oh, okay. Um, and it would just go to your – oh, hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm yeah. about to go live with it in a second as soon as I can figure out one more thing. I need to get my webcam going. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a a possibility to do this stuff. It's just uh, figuring out how to make it all work, you know? Yeah, I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm definitely down for that. I actually uh, actually uh, folded and went and got a TikTok account because I was simply because I was just sick of watching the links through just regular internet when people send hey, watch this TikTok and it opens up in, in uh in the regular internet since I don't have the app. So I was like, fine, let me, because I remember how it was back in the day when I had a, I had a Vine account and I would just spend hours just scrolling and cracking up and I'd look up, the sun is going down, like, oh shit, where did the last three hours of my life go? Yeah. Um, so I purposefully avoid, avoided TikTok because I, I know what it is. And uh, yeah, so, all right, I think I'll have to get a Twitch account. <laughs> Enough's enough. I'm not going to take it anymore. But um, all right, cool. Well, I hear you. You fine. You sound good. So that's that's what I was I was worried about. I was like, oh boy, yeah. all kinds of delays and echoes. But not even. So cool. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um. What what's the what's the headline? What is what is uh what's the story? WrestleMania backlash fallout. I mean, nothing too. Big overall note happened. A couple of title changes, minor title changes, I guess. Uh, nothing major. Just WrestleMania backlash in a week's a week's worth of uh, WWE and AEW TV. That's 
the long and short of it. I really don't have anything real different. Well, you know what, um, Cam? The, the headline definitely could be AEW uh, getting going to TBS next year yeah. and having a second show, another show, but a, another mainstream cable show, not a YouTube show. Uh, Friday at, at 10, so they're not, they wouldn't be going up against SmackDown. Uh, at least that's how it's set up, how they mentioned it or did it in a statement. Um, yeah, what's your, what are your thoughts? Is it a forward move, backward move, lateral move, the right move? Yeah, so from what I understand, um, Moving to TBS, it basically means they're not going to be preempted anymore by uh, by sports. Like that was the big thing that they were working toward. Um, Has that been an issue the last year, then? Yeah, I mean, there's been not a lot, but there's been uh, you know preempted by NBA stuff. You know, the playoffs are coming. Those a bunch of those are going to be on TNT, so there are probably shows that are going to have to be moved. So not a big thing, but I think it's a sign of faith from. Uh, from Turner that they would allow them to make that move, right? And then they're also going to have a one-hour Friday night show now called Rampage. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. Um, more content. <laughs> more first run, because you can go, oh, Elevation or Dark. I, I can, or I think some fans go, I can ignore that because that's just clearly the you know B and C shows with B and C talent or or some A talent that's trying to get some work in or whatever, but it's very obvious the level and quality show that is. It's gonna be harder to ignore, harder to ignore a, a first run. I assume it's gonna be live, <clears throat> but even if it's not, an, a, another first run hour of cable wrestling. And. You know, my first instinct is, ugh, fuck, another, another AEW show that I'll, I'll have to watch it first and then probably get sick of it real quick. But, yeah, Rampage. Yeah, it's a, it's a name. It's a name that exists. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just comes across really, really like 90s, right? Like It does. It, it, or, or like early 2000s where everything was extreme. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dynamite does too. Like, like to be completely honest, like that's kind of what they're going for, I guess. You know, yeah. like dynamite comes across the same way. So, you know, that's. Uh, but yeah, I think it fits what they're doing. And I mean, it, it's you know between that, between uh, I want to say between that, between dynamite, and between their YouTube stuff. Like they have a pretty decent. Uh, amount of content that they're producing every week and they got, you know, a thousand bodies that they're doing it with, so yeah, it works. <laughs> it's almost quite literally. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of people on there, so yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're going to have to start making some real stars now. Um, <clears throat> they can't, you can't have three hours of of first-run television and and you're still and, and QT Marshall is like getting every week on your show. Like the level of star power is going to have to increase. And I don't mean go sign a bunch of people. I mean, you got TV and two hours a week to turn some folks into some some stars. And they've already had a year and a half to do that. I don't think they've done like the best job of it. They're 
it's got to be a it's got to be a uh, like a, a, a head of the list, top of the list kind of uh, thing for them right now. Got to be. They've got to find some way to make Adam Page a mainstream star, to make uh, uh, just whoever. I mean, <clears throat> they've got the, they've got the names, they've got the talent, not the names, but mm-hmm. that they can turn into names, but. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, to me, a little bit of a roller coaster year and a half as far as uh, AEW and how. Couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, just, just not the most exciting news for me personally. I don't, and I know a lot of, I know AEW specific fans gotta be happy. There's more content. Is, more stuff to watch, but I don't see for the, sure, uh, for sure, the best move. But I could be, but yeah, yeah, but Turner, how is Turner just like, yeah, go ahead, hit another hour of TV? Great, so they're about they're they're good with it. So, what the fuck do I know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I'm as people come into the stream, Darrell gonna find a way to talk some shit, boy. He in the stream talking about getting an Elgato. Give me, you buy me Elgato and I'll get one. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I think it's a good move for them, like being able to produce more content. You know, it's funny, Travis. Like, it's probably a really, really, really small number, right? Because they're literally a part of all the same packages. Be more people watching TNT than or watching TBS than TNT, though. Like, Seinfeld reruns are on TBS. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's probably a bit a better a bigger destination channel as far as just like a, a casual viewer. So yeah, I think it's a thing that um, you know you got more TV. It's good for you, but you're right. And when you say they really are going to have to work to producing new stars, like really having people who can be the flagship. Like it can't just be it's an AEW show. Like they do need yeah. to be able to produce the names, you know and. uh you know, I think they're getting there. Like, I think I think Paige is on is set up for a big 2021. Um, Anthony Agogo comes out of nowhere and he's being treated like a big deal. You know, uh, it was funny. Wade was like, "Ken, like, do you want to write something about that?" I'm like, "Man, I I don't really have the time." But well, you could talk about like that feud and what that means in 2021 and how Cody's cutting like the babyface promo of 1984. You know, uh, it's the year, not the book. <laughs> Well, you know, that too. But, um, yeah, he's cutting like this amazing baby, baby face promo that would have been amazing 25 years ago. But it now it's like, okay, 25 years ago. They would have reacted not. to it. The white folks would have reacted to it like it was amazing. It wouldn't sure. have been amazing. But, yeah, okay. you know. Um, but, you know, like now the people who are the the watchers and viewers and supporters and in some case tastemakers in wrestling, they look at that promo and just see all the faults in it. And not only that, but the guy that you're painting as the bad guy in the situation, Cody, is the guy we agree with. Yeah. And if you haven't, was it, I only saw the Agogo promo on Twitter because of your retweet. Was, what was that on? Was that on eight? Was that on Dynamite last week? Or no, 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 no. I think it even said it, it was on Dark, right? I think the logo. Yeah, I think so. Now that I think about it, that's a that's a, a promo that needs to be cut tonight on Dynamite, not on 
not on dark or elevation. I said this the first, mm-hmm. like three months in, <clears throat> I think it was the new year, like 2020, when they got, when dark started, uh, maybe dark started popping from the beginning, but people were like, yeah, this great promo, this great match happened on dark. I was like, and this was definitely when I was still watching AEW, so it was in the first three months. <laughs> not why, well, tell them to put it on Dynamite, where I'll see it. I'm not going to YouTube to watch a fucking wrestling show. I'm already watching hours and hours of it. Like, no, don't put your amazing promos or, I mean, good matches can happen, whatever, but come on. But And, and I see that kind of uh, happening with the, with the Go-Go promo. That's a promo that should have started the second hour of tonight's show. Here. You should, uh, as we're getting started, Trav, you should, uh, I don't know if you're listening, like having anything going on your computer, but you should open the Twitch and mute it so you can see the, uh, you can see the chat as well. Well, okay, I can do that. Because our chat is, uh, you know, super popping. Yes. Our, our chat, man, blog, blog talk radio, baby. Blog <laughs> talk radio. Mm. Uh, man, 2011, they was the shit, though. I mean, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um... And the chat agrees with you, by the way, um, that the Agogo promo definitely should have been on tonight's episode. Yeah, and hopefully they do let him talk tonight. Like, maybe it's a bit of a different promo, but, like, I – Double or Nothing's in, like, two weeks. Like, I want to see that. Um, yeah, he did call Cody a piss boy. I've never heard that, but goddamn, he absolutely did do that. I'm going to break your ribs. <laughs> I'm going to crack your sternum. <laughs> okay, so I see you in your red, your red cup. Um, oh yeah, you know, you know the vibes. Where's the actual? Ch- Welcome to the chat. I probably got to sign up. Yeah. It might let you. You might only get to see it as it, as it goes forward from now. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's cool. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Like I just okay. said. Okay, perfect. So yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that um. Probably another big thing. All of a sudden, it is. Uh, Kenny in a triple threat match against Pack and Orange Cassidy. Which, you know, he kind of took the blame for. But, like, you know, I don't see Kenny losing the belt anytime soon, but that's going to go crazy. Like, absolutely going to go crazy. Um, Kenny and who? Who's the. It's the Kenny, Kenny Pack and Orange Cassidy in a triple threat because oh, he came right. in and interrupted the match. Yeah. So that should be And good. he did that thing um, of, well, now there's no contender. I could have the night off. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> when in the 30 years of wrestling up plus I've been watching, has that ever worked out? Not how the game goes at all. So, um, and you see my man JB, uh, J Ray B in the chat. The heels that are the best ones make good points. And the Google called the white man with an American flag tat a piss boy. So that's the biggest. How about that next one? Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, uh, the generous, whatever. So you MJ in these streets now, Cam? Oh yeah, well you know, you know, it, it's it's yeah, we 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 switched it up a little bit, man. It's, it's had the desired reaction, so you know. It's been oh, right. But yeah, right. like you talk about a pay per view lineup, though. I like that. You got the triple threat. You got Mox and Kingston against the Bucks, uh, Miro and Archer uh, for the title, and Britt and Sheeta. Like that, that is a strong show. And then of course you're gonna have whatever eighty five man thing that they do. And I think we're probably getting uh. Aren't we getting a rematch between uh, Pinnacle and Dark Order? Or not Dark Order, I'm sorry. Pinnacle and uh, Inner Circle. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we're getting that back. Yeah. So yeah, that's. A, I mean, it's a strong show. I think I, I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the champagne bath. Like, I, I get it. Like that's Jericho's deal. But like, even the milk truck thing was really cute because like it's it's such a play on Austin drinking, like Austin having the beer truck. But like, I don't know. I thought I thought it was too cute. But uh, yeah, they're doing they're doing another stadium stampede. Um, so is the stadium stampede uh, inner circle and pinnacle? Like, are they going to go cinematic with that? Because if so, that's that's going to be dope. Stand well, we didn't even uh, we talked about the uh, rampage show, but they're also getting four TNT like specials through, throughout the year. Like, I guess oh, they're going to do like a Clash of Champions, okay? Type type deal, yeah, yeah. yeah. They came up, man. So. They came up. So anybody, yeah, saying that this is a like I'm not sure if having another hour of weekly TV is great, but if they're gonna give it to you, like I'm gonna take it. And if you're getting uh, and if you're getting another, getting those four paid, you know, day extra dates throughout the year, however that that goes, I don't know how. Uh, how that works as far as them getting paid, but I'm sure, you know, having four more shows for TNT, big shows that you can sell, you know, that's, that's plus. So yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. And so I, I didn't catch that. I think I was um, slightly occupied. Um, the stipulation is if the inner circle loses, they have to break up. Good. That's good. Like uh, Santana and Ortiz like should be focused on being a tag team, you know, like Chris Jericho should be, you know, putting over stars. Jake Hager should be at home. You know, like these are all things that would benefit all of us. So, yeah, um, I think it's time to to move on from that. And then Sammy, like, Travis, he's so damn good. Like, bonehead Kibara? that he is. Yeah, bonehead mm-hmm. that he is. He's on that short list of I can do all the wrestling guys. Like, he's he's there. He, he's so, so athletic and so gifted. And he should be out there being on his own doing stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and you don't want to have another big heel faction. You can't have two of those. Existing at the same time. Main, sure. Yeah, you can have more than one heel faction on your roster, but you, they can't both be main event acts. You got to have uh-huh. a, a main a heel faction that's a main event, a mid-card heel faction. Yeah, I just don't see that kind of thing working out where they could coexist because it would always be, well, why aren't they fighting? They should always be fighting. And then that would just uh-huh. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that uh, that's a, that's a really good pay per view lineup. Um, and speaking of pay per views, like we glossed over it at the beginning, but uh, yeah, WrestleMania Backlash was over the weekend, and uh, yeah, what do you say? Like everything was just pretty good. Um, you know, zombies aside, everything was pretty good. And Roman, yeah. Roman and Cesaro smoked it. Roman's been smoking it. He smoked it again. Like what a match. Um, the story that they're telling that they've been telling for six, seven months with the Usos and Roman is, is so fluid and thorough and good. Like, yeah. Like, like the, if the main event of the show hits, it's good to me. Um, for the most part, that was good. I thought Lashley in the triple threat, Biden, his time, getting his title back was good. Uh, yeah. And then I thought Bailey and Bianca was really, really, really good. Like, yeah. But I want yeah, to be, okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Trav. I'm sorry. 
I was going to say to chat, uh, my man, Canadian Zudamon was like, uh, would you want to see Reigns versus Omega if it could ever happen? Of course. Absolutely. Like two, two of the best. I'd love to see how they work that. And especially with like Roman being more uh, plotting, but in a good way and, and just uh, tough and wants you to submit and mauls you and is all over you. Yeah, for sure. I want to see that up against Kenny, who again can do all the wrestling, but you know, has this pace about him, like how Roman would adjust to that would be interesting. Oh yeah. It'd be a great match to see. I'd rather, um, I think Lashley Omega would be more interesting to me um, with Lashley, you know, being that big and strong and fast and knowing Kenny would let him throw him around, I think that would be a more interesting match to me. But, yeah, I, like he's saying, Roman's mat transitions in the match with Cesaro, they really were amazing. Like, he would just go move to move, hold to hold. Like, do I think Roman could keep up cardio-wise? Yes, because Jericho can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not even that. I mean, <laughs> Roman Reigns isn't, isn't an, uh, an unproven – like, we've seen him wrestle everybody. Yeah, just because it's not his style, if it's particularly what Omega does, um, does he have the cardio to keep up? Absolutely. Like he's because he's he's done it with everybody. So if Kenny can have a good match with anybody, Roman can have a good match with Kenny. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Roman and Brian. I mean, you know, before before yeah, just a couple I mean, weeks ago, those yeah. shields. <laughs> not, I'm talking about back in the day, like just those shields and Team Hell No matches and, and hot tags and the fast pace of those matches and the fact that Brian and his top, you know, prime top form Daniel Bryan, you know, we never thought, oh, look at Roman bringing their match down or anything uh-huh. like that. Like, no, Roman's, Roman's got it. Like, we've seen him, uh, we've seen him in there with enough people to, to, I don't think that should be question. Oh, can Roman keep up? It should just be, what would that match be like? What would the finish be? That kind of thing, not absolutely keep up. Like mm-hmm. he has proven himself conditioning wise and as a wrestler a long time ago. But I agree. Agree. I understand. Um. Well, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Again, I thought Bianca and Bailey was really good. Like Bailey having beaten Bianca in their last feud. Bailey being the vet being, you know, I guess, I guess Bailey's a technician at this point. Like, like, I'm not saying that out of surprise. It's just when I look at what she's doing in the ring, um, the, what she's accomplished and that her style as a heel is slightly different, but still, um, really not fight from underbased, but like Bailey's tough, but in a different way than we'd say like Roman is tough. Um, but like, yeah, Bianca and her, she are getting Bianca in holds and predicaments and Bianca pulling it out, uh, you know, by outsmarting her at the end or outmaneuvering her at the end, I thought was really good. They don't all got to be, I end with my finisher. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really good match. Um, and Bailey doesn't need the title on her to be Bailey. Bailey's a big deal regardless. That was, it was really good. Yeah. And her dropping Bianca on her guts across the, the steps, that was a good spot. One of those. You know, safer than, you know, doing a dive outside the ring, but it still, you know, hurts and looks and sounds, uh, sounds good. It was a, a rather hard-hitting, you know, intense match. That Not that I didn't expect it from, from those two, but, you know, Bailey, I, I think, uh, is still surprising me eight months, a year into her heel heel run. Uh, That's how damn she, good she is. She, yeah, because she's finally a threat. 
She doesn't. Yeah. Ha- she can be a chicken shit heel. She doesn't have to be. Like she's a bona fide threat to anyone. Again, I I wouldn't bet my money on her if she's in there with Shayna Baszler or Asuka, and you know. But she mm. certainly isn't that timid Bailey that had that takeover match with Asuka in uh, 2017, whenever that was. So yeah, she's not asking, she, "Can I win anymore?" Yeah, right. for sure. Like I think she said it best. Bailey's a textbook opportunistic heel. Like absolutely. Like she's probably um, the closest thing on the women's side that they've had to like an edge, where it wasn't about edge being bigger than Cena or faster than Cena or stronger than Cena, but I might catch you slipping. I'm right. good enough to where I can just catch you slipping. Absolutely. But he was absolutely. always he was still a threat. You know, we never. He certainly was, that run, he was a bigger threat than, you know, the, you know, totally awesome, reeking of awesomeness type edge. And I think that's like the the difference in Bailey's character now and then, and Edge's character then and, and now, or, or, or whatever. It's just, you know, people grow up and you get to look at them in a different, in a different light. And sometimes it does just take, one feud, one promo, one match to kind of start seeing somebody in a different light or continue to see, you know, and like, oh, shit. I, yeah, it's just barely just she's, she's, she's the shit. Somebody did say that uh, they weren't a big fan of the, the Dirty Dogs versus Mysterios match. Yes, yeah, same. Like, it, it was too cute. Like, just let them wrestle the whole match. Um, I do find it, like, as a as a neat little thing that, like, there's a father-son tag team champions. Like, there's always this idea, like, you know, you saw Ken Griffey play with his dad and hit homers back-to-back, and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that LeBron wants to be in the NBA long enough to play with his son, which would be fascinating. Uh, but, yeah, I think this is a really cool thing. Like, Dominic is a grown man. Rey Mysterio's proven that he's timeless. And so, yeah, like, they're, they're the tag team champions now. We, we say it every week, like, Dominic shouldn't be as good as he is with how little we've seen him before he was in WWE. But, yeah, it works. And I think this is a cool story to tell, father and son tag team champs. Um, the only thing that Rey Mysterio's lacked, and I do agree, like, if you're going to do that, just do it at WrestleMania. Like, that's, it's a really cool thing in front of a crowd, right? But, um, what's up, Bobby? Uh, but... My biggest thing, yeah, Rude look, yeah, for as much credit as we give Dolph, like Dolph's a great bumper, like Rude was really in there working, like really making Ray look good. Um, but yeah, I think you can make that moment bigger, but what's the biggest knock on Ray Mysterio, like from, from a fan standpoint? It's that promos? you don't want to hear Ray, exactly, you don't want to yeah. hear a Ray Mysterio promo go over two minutes, because... It's, it's not going to elicit the reaction that they have. They let them shit go two sentences. <laughs> yeah. But now <laughs> I can put him in, in the, the, the most natural state. You know, like, I'm tag team champions with my son. Like, nobody can blow that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you, that's a genuine emotion. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I think they – in the family, yeah. I think they – Wow. I think they booked that match like they're still afraid Dominic doesn't deserve to be there or the crowd's going to react to him. The non-existent crowd in Thunderdome, or at least live crowd, 
<clears throat> is going to treat him like he doesn't deserve to be there. So they beat him down, put all the sympathy on him. So, uh, but, but it's almost like, well, so he gets to sit out uh, all match and get to come in and be the hero or, or get the pop, the theoretical pop, you know, when he comes out holding his ribs and, and, and stuff. It, it was fine. I, I like the son, father-son stuff. I think Ken, Ken and Junior and Senior Griffey, that's just uh, not that the Reds that are not Mariners. Uh, Mariners didn't have uh, PR. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring this kid up while we got his dad on the roster. It's just it's still baseball. It's a little more merit-based, a little more, you know, meritocracy kind of kind of thing. Not a year ago to, you know, we're going to we're going to put you in with your dad, kid. Uh, you know, Dominic. And uh, it's worked out a lot better than I thought it would when he first showed up and he was doing this. And Aaliyah was on TV every week. Uh, I, I thought And the whole family was destined, jumping to me promos? Yeah, I thought he was destined to, to, to be mediocre at best. But the last year, hey, he's in the ring certainly he's he's hanging like, in there um, I, I still don't think he's he's uh should be on like national cable tv i don't think he's at that level but the fact that he is and he's hanging in there and hasn't you know he's not showing up on botchamania every fucking week or, or just mm-hmm. embarrassing himself in the, in the business out there that's a that's a lot more than i could have you know hoped for thought he would accomplished uh, a year ago i do like like what the chat is saying though um dre horizon said it does it's cool it just felt weird because it felt like the dom ray role should have been switched i agree with that it should have been ray hurt and dominic surviving this onslaught and kick out kick out kick out out. exactly i i agree with that for sure but right and even strategically from the heel perspective why would I get it? It's two on one, and you should be able to beat yeah. the one guy up. But, but you should attack the, the one that's been one of the best the in the world since one. 1992. Right, like, right, yeah, right. yeah, you should have you done that. But um, it, it's uh, Canadian Zudaman said, uh, the tag title don't mean a damn thing anyways. Well, let me tell you what they mean. This feel-good story with Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio and father-son tag team, and this is all great. This is all so the Usos can kick their faces off. Like, that's what this is leading to. This is so the Usos with angry Jimmy and angsty Jay. Mm-hmm. Roman gives them exactly what he said he was going to give them. And begrudgingly, Jimmy falls in line because they got the tag titles. So, yeah, that's what this is is leaning to. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – I didn't think that was that uh, far ahead, but – that makes because what they're doing with that damage. story every week Jimmy is talking about we need to be tag team champions mm-hmm. every week he's talking about that so yeah like that's I feel like that's coming because what is Roman if not a man of his word and I'll make I think, you, exactly make his heel character even that much more frustrating like he's he's getting his shit done he's he is the head of the table he's the chief that maneuvering chess pieces around the board and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Did you see after the show, after Roman won, and they're walking backstage? It was like a WWE.com thing. Mm-hmm. The interviewer, as they're because they have to come down from the stage, so they walk down some steps. The interviewer is waiting there, and she says, "Roman, I'd love to get a word with you." And he says, ever so quietly, "Yeah, I bet you would," and keeps walking. <laughs> it was so good. Wow. Like he has mastered this. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I bet you would. And I think I think Heyman stopped to talk to her. So, yeah. Um, so really quick, uh, before we move on, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the passing of New Jack. Yeah. Um, so, like New Jack exists to me as like he's like the Lakers of from the eighties, right? Like. I don't really remember I don't remember seeing basketball before Michael Jordan. Like before okay. the 91 season, I guess. I don't remember basketball before that. But, you but I've seen right? enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I was like all my VHS tapes showed the Lakers like being this great team and going up against the Celtics all the time and you know, I finally see Jordan, like, beat them, but that's not the team I grew up with. So I wasn't watching ECW when New Jack was, like, doing New Jack stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't catch on to ECW until they were on TNN. You know what I'm saying? So right. all the New Jack stuff I saw was highlights or me revisiting or when the network came out, like, we, we me watching ECW. But, you know, Dark Side of the Ring, and I had seen – pretty much everything they showed on dark side of the ring before that. Like my first real experience with new Jack, like in a, in a live format was him doing cult cabanas podcast. So like, that's when I was like, Oh, this nigga is crazy as hell. Let me mm-hmm. go back and watch some of the stuff. Um, I think that he is one, a fascinating person. Uh, two was absolutely out of his mind and had no problem telling you that that was the case. Like he, he wanted to make your day hard sometimes. Like he said, he was, he said he was impossible to share a room with at the hotel because he was going to fuck with you. Like that, that's who he was, but man, the music, the garbage matches. And I, when I say garbage, like, I mean that um, affectionately, like they, they were meant to be a mess. Um, you know, just the the balls to the wall. I don't care. I'm gonna get it done. The uh, thanks OJ. There's one less. Like all this stuff. Like made it to be. We gotta worry about. Oh, it's too. Oh yeah, because because it was a, it was a twofer. Double, double homicide. Yeah. Wait, it's actually double homicide. Wow. The, thanks Twitter. So, uh, yeah, I find New Jack to be like the super fascinating person, and then um, later on in life. Uh, you know, he just got his dark side of the ring, so he got to really tell his tale. Um, apparently, he was estranged from, I believe he has a um, a trans daughter. And, you know, there were things said that men who of that age, of that upbringing would say, but apparently in talking to his, uh, his widow, his daughter found out that he was watching her matches every week, you know, like he was into what she was doing. It was hard for him to come to terms, but he was supportive and she's found her peace. And I think that that's uh, you know, it's a nice bow on, on a crazy story, but uh, yeah, new Jack was, was absolutely one of a kind. Yeah. Some of the best stuff this week that uh, in the last week, since he, since he's died, that came out on Twitter was like, 
people obviously sharing the the OJ pro the promo that had the OJ shout out. Uh, but there was some stuff that I that I hadn't seen. I think there was a Cage of Death CZW event where he was like this uh, mystery mystery guest or you know mystery uh, opponent, and as much as that crowd can go crazy in ECW arena in whatever 2004 when it wasn't a ton of people going to those shows, um, just popping like crazy. The story you hear when he got was in Canada and somebody said, how the hell did you get across the border? Like, how did you do this custom? And he goes, and he looks at everybody in the locker room and goes, yeah, that water was cold. And everybody just loses their shit. And he just, uh, as much of a lunatic that he was, and I met the man in person at a fucking indie show. On, I was on the show. I was managing my man, Ron Starr, and he was a lunatic. He was <laughs> a fucking madman. He was no, trying he's to get. Crazy. He was trying to get. Uh, uh, was it, it was one team. And they're, they're backstage. They're cutting promos, and he just kept making them stop. Like, nope, that ain't intense enough. Y'all not. Y'all not. And it was. It basically came down to them cussing more and saying nigga more. And then that seemed to make him happy. It was just, the content was the same. They just said motherfucker and nigga a lot more in the ones that he was like, yeah, that that's the one. Go with that. Like we were it was a free show at a at a um at like a at a I wanna be careful, like mentally challenged folks, like a fucking school of them whatever we were just doing a show and that was like one of my better nights as a manager it was so easy to be a heel in front of that crowd um but yeah but yeah but i met new jack that night and he was a lunatic i stayed away from him as far as i could because i would have probably gotten slapped because i had no business being there he probably would have smelled that on me like who's this guy (laughs) why he's working this show (laughs) uh but yeah um, did you get a chance, as it relates, did you get a chance to watch the Nick Gage Dark Side of the Ring? I didn't, but is he in a full-fledged feud with Zack Ryder now? I thought I thought once he realized that, uh, oh, shit, that's Zack Ryder. My bad, dude. I didn't mean to talk shit about your toys. Fully have an added on Twitter, and they need to have, if, if they're, like, not idiots, and they could probably do some business on the Indies with that match in a couple different places. Uh, yeah, so, I think somebody should call, make a call, they can make some money. So, of course, Jericho uh, narrates Dark Side of the Ring, right? And does a fantastic job. He did that episode or all of them? Yeah, he did. I know he did this one. I know he's done more than just this one. I couldn't tell you if it was all of them, but yeah, he did okay. this one. Um so he narrated it, but you know who had the most uh, the most talking head time? On a Nick Gage one? Oh, okay, yeah. No, they probably spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he, he starts with talking about CZW, how he just bladed him across the forehead without telling him, but it got the crowd hype, so, and that's just kind of who Nick Gage was. He would go for it. And 
the reason I bring it up, which I, I thought it was really interesting, and, and as somebody who's met the guy, um, I met him February uh, February 2020 at a show in San Antonio because uh, that's when me and AJ first started hanging, and he was with AJ. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, he and AJ had a match over the weekend for the title, uh, for the GCW title. He beats AJ, but then Moxley comes out and beats the shit out of him. So, yeah. So Cardona and Nick Gage may be closer than we think. Okay. It just seemed like something that if they were willing to, like, put aside, like, you're an indie garbage uh, legend and you're a fucking WWE product through and through. So if they could get past that kind of, like, well, we were in totally different realm. Like, that's the reason why y'all could take this fucking match to a few different places and, and, and make some money. Um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think interesting that some Twitter Gage, can like, turn into something. I feel like Nick Gage is the type of person who, like, looks at his phone and is like, oh, snap, I didn't know that was you. That's my fault, man. And would wake up the next morning and be like, you know what? Fuck that. It is you. <laughs> He strikes me like that guy. Like, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe I was right in not liking you, and nothing different happened. That flip, that flip just, or that switch just flips. He, yeah. um, no, no, it's crazy. The guy that I met, um, is the same guy who's on the documentary. He is crazy passionate. He loves what he does. He believes in what he does. Has had uh, some really rough breaks in, in life. Just, uh, you know, loss and poverty and struggle and uh you know addiction and he's been through a lot um the biggest thing i took away from it was that the people love him he has a woman next to him that is so solid man like she just you like you know a ride or die when you when you see one you know what i'm saying her name is her name is sandra with an o and i was like no yeah that's a ride or die like every time there's no uh there's no sandras who lack out here in this world right um, but yeah, it was just, uh, this is the first time I actually saw the guy who ran GCW. I had never seen that guy before. Um, so hearing him talk gave me some insight into this thing that he produces. Um, he talked about a time where, uh, Nick and Sandra didn't have nowhere to go. So they broke into his house to take a nap. <laughs> like, like not even like I'm taking no shit off you. Like I just yeah, need somewhere to sleep. Need you know, here we are in the living room. Yeah, man. Yeah. Didn't he blade marks in the mouth? You're right. It wasn't his forehead. It was his mouth. What? He had a man looking like a joker. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I don't know if I could be a friend after that, man. Like, what the fuck? Yo, I, I mean, Moxley, you got to remember, Moxley's a crazy dude, too, though. Like, I hear what you're saying, but because we've seen him in WWE so long, they, and not we yeah, forget, I don't but him just like, thinking I don't about him back then. For sure. Still. You probably saw him back then, yeah, but he's, yeah. I mean, he's a, yeah, he could rock with it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I recommend going back and watching it if you get a chance. So I found it really interesting. Um, did you watch the Shawn Michaels doc? No, but in the chat there, it's that, you know, we got two sides and my team's better. They're like the AEW or, or, or the Vice folks, the Dark Side folks are doing just such a better job of, you know, better than the A and E. They're making a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not, 
they're not making a, a, what I want to call it, like a, a period, not even a period piece, but they're not making a uh, an hour-long promo to celebrate somebody. They're telling you about their life. Um, so the fact that they're both running Warrior Docs, like A and E's running their Warrior Doc this weekend, and then Vice has their Warrior one coming up. Boy, a puff piece. That's exactly what I'm looking for. But yeah, like that's going to be the juxtaposition between those two are going to be hilarious. Like they've already in the promo said Warrior was a complicated man who had his issues, but and then Vince is like, but we had a great relationship. It's like, no, nah, stop, <laughs> cut the fucking cap. I'm begging <laughs> you to cut the cap. But yeah, yeah. we'll see how that plays out. We all remember the self-destruction of of the Ultimate Warrior sure. DVD they put out, and yeah, they hated oh. that fucking man. Okay. Like, why, why do they uh, got to pretend now that I, I know why? But just come on, keep it real. Yeah, cut the cut the fucking cap. Um, I did see the Snooker Slaughterhouse Twitter page. Um, Travis, how happy are you for Tamina that she has won her first WWE Championship? I mean, good for her, like, as a person and, like, her personal accomplishments. But, you know, I think she's not a good wrestler, (laughs) you know. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're pushing her in a way right now, like, being, like, that powerhouse. It's working, but, yeah, she's not. I mean, it's working because they're making it work, and she's confident enough to to, to be, you know, it's not an – she does kind of have two left feet and knock knees, but it's, you know, she's working with what she got. And it's, and it's kind of awful as the post-match promo was. It was kind of endearing because it was real as fuck. Like, yeah, like, well, this isn't made up. They really are clearly, like, emotional. I just think, you know, just like – <laughs> I'm just like, all right, can we get on with the next next match? Absolutely. And then the more exciting was the next night uh, when they're, I think they were defending, and, and the fire goes off. Uh, Alexa and Lily make the fire blast in the, in, out of the, uh, not turnbuckle, the uh, ring post, like Kane's pyro, but out of just one. And Reggie's face, Reginald's face got burnt. And it was like a good, like, cute little. You know, if they're going to do this with the Alexa, with Alexa Bliss and stuff, like, all right. Who does she, who is she actually beefing with? Is it Shayna, Nia, Reggie, all three, or what? Because it seems to be, Shayna seems to be the focal point of things that are happening. She gave her, you know, the, the I need some pickle juice cramps. And then, you know, Shayna's the one in the ring when the thing explodes. She's distracted and ends up losing. So, like, I wonder, like, I feel like, you know, there's a very clear history with Alexa and Nia when Alexa was Mean Girl Alexa, which the best work of her career was talking about, like, why would you cheer Nia? Like, look at me. I'm the thing you actually like. Like, mm-hmm. it was great. Like, she was, she's really, really good at that. So I do wonder if, um, like, who the actual target is. I feel like it's Nia, you know? Um, I'm not sure why it would be Shayna, because that would not be very interesting mm-hmm. because if if she's in there hanging with Shayna, but she shouldn't even be hanging with Nia Jax just because she's just mm-hmm. tiny. Uh, but 
Shayna, just the skill level is just so. so Man, she, look, she got that magic, though, baby. Different. Again, she, she's cost Shayna two matches. You know, she's. I almost wanted to be Shayna just to be like, go ahead, feud her with Shayna Baszler. So you can turn Shayna Baszler into nothing three months from now after she's lost on TV to Alexa Bliss numerous times. Um, I didn't even think about who it is she was actually feuding. I just thought it's just Alexa out there being being mischievous, but yeah, she gave her the cramps and her legs buckle and now she caused it to get pinned. Oh, the finish, the after the pay-per-view was a little... The, the timing, like it was a cool spot that that you know Samoan drop after some after the Samoan drop, uh, Tamina came down with the splash. It was just that Naya had to lay there for like three seconds, like a beetle on her on her back, just kind of there flailing away you know, to wait for the splash. But yeah, uh, yeah. Where are we giving this more? Yeah, about to say so really quickly as I refill. Uh, you want to talk about your favorite referee? Hey, uh, free my man Drake Words. He ain't deserved to be. Uh... <laughs> no, no, he's free. <laughs> All right, he's free to shoot at the boy. <laughs> <laughs> they free that ass. Woo. Uh, um, I mean, about time. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't like calling for people's jobs typically, especially for their stances politically and socially. But that man's a fucking terrorist. And he needs to be stopped. And uh, and he's not just a terrorist. Like the important thing is this. Like so we, uh, you know, me and Travis are roughly the same age. I know some of y'all in the chat are a little bit younger. There was a time where you couldn't have visible tattoos at your job, um, and it still exists in some places. But mm-hmm. there was a time when it was just totally looked down upon. There was a time when men couldn't wear earrings to work. Um, there was mm-hmm. a time when you know, black men could not have long hair. You know, the list goes on and on, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing was, like, now it exists where if you are good at your job and your appearance isn't taking away from that job, in, in a general way, um, then you can have that job. But the thing is, here's what you can't do. Whether they let you have tattoos, whether they let you wear earrings, whether they let you bring your kid to work, whatever it is, what you can't do is wild shit on the clock. That's what you can't do. You cannot do wild shit on the clock. And that man was doing wild shit on the clock. Like, the day that he, at work, was backstage on a damn Zoom talking about keeping the baby safe from the counselor pass. Yeah. yeah, at the city council, like in front of everybody, his days were numbered, man. His days were numbered. In yeah, and Dre, thank you. In a company shirt, no less. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, baby. You was at work, like yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's all a mess. And, and like again, it's not like some of his views aren't held by people who write his paycheck, because some of them are. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you have to imagine, you have to assume that's why he's been given so much leeway. And we know that, like, Karrion Cross has similar views. We know Nia Jax has similar views. Here's what we don't know. We don't know about them talking that shit at the job. 
That's what we don't know. We know about social media, but we don't know nothing about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, he's trying to save the kids. He's right next to Velveteen and Austin Theory every week talking about saving the kids. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, but really that's what it is, man. Like, you, you know, when people talk about how can you support WWE, how can you support AEW, all that kind of stuff, when you sit back and think about it, a white man who votes different than you runs about everything that you like mm-hmm. in the world. And so that's a concession most people should have never eat. You should never eat craft products or fucking Tropicana yeah. or anything. Yeah, I mean. All that shit. So, you know, we, we, we as Americans have to make certain concessions if we want to experience, like, entertainment and eat a fucking burger or anything like that, right? <laughs> like, right. You got to do it. But, yeah, again, his biggest crime, besides being a fucking crackpot, and again, this is more evidence of, uh, you know, the man brain just ain't right. And Deathmatch has got his, got his brain kooky because, one, you don't come up with this stuff on your own. Two, it's the people who have things that need to be worked out who are the most easily manipulated, you know, and yeah, he, uh, yeah, not... See, and, and Jay Ray saying, why is Riker still, you know, on the roster and Drake Wirtz is gone? Like, granted, Drake is, didn't go, or, or Riker didn't uh, go as far, but he'd still be on some dumb shit. Yeah, I don't think just because people be on some dumb shit politically or socially that they shouldn't have a job at their absolutely, absolutely. profession. Like, that's not fair. Like, I don't want to fucking work at a place just full of fucking liberals and fuck <laughs> you know like no like I want to be around different people like different people make you know the, the world good like but it's when you when you're dangerous or yeah, clearly you, you're off your fucking rock. rocker at work on work time doing shit that even the boss that might kind of agree with you can't can't let go it's like it's like dog you're talking wild like imagine if you, Travis, or me, Cameron, if we were like the manager at our respective jobs, right? Mm-hmm. We got this really dope black employee. My man is cool, always on time, great with the customers, in my case, the students, um, you know, was always there to lend a helping hand. If every day he came into the office and dapped you up and said, what's up, my nigga, and wouldn't stop, you'd have to fire him. Yeah. You don't have a problem. Because even if that's how you can be outside of the job where you work, we got to have certain rules, man. It's like, only like, because, like, fam, we're not friends. I'm your supervisor or I'm your boss or your manager if that's the, if that's the dynamic. Like, even, even if, if it, it was, was uh, my man, yeah. you got to, like, like, oh, yeah. like we at work, like, man. Like, like, you're my, like, you're my nigga, but you can't be my nigga right now. Like, we can yeah. be, yeah, it just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. And, hey, great point. Jake Hager does not seem like he's the guy to force his political beliefs on people, leave that shit at the door. Yo, he was in that promo last week, rocking with Santana and Ortiz, yo. <laughs> he was all about what they was about. Yeah, like, we we make jokes about a lot of these people and their beliefs, but uh, you know who told me that Chris Jericho was his biggest supporter at the time that he was there? Should hmm. D. He was uh, like, yo, Jericho, yeah, like, Jericho was going to bat for me. Like, like left and right, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we know the things that Jericho believes in would not support <laughs> Shug's lifestyle. So 
that those things can exist. Like there, there are a lot of people who I don't even want to disparage a man like that. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who they like you, they just don't like y'all. So it does work like that, but for sure. Yeah. All right, let's uh Oh yeah, guys, on this show like as me and Travis have been talking, we do take calls on this show yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People call us and talk to us. I, mean, we just, uh, I don't know. It's um the amazing thing about having you know, a chat and other people being able to um you know, lend some topics or an opinion on a topic and you just you know, half hour goes by and you're you know, haven't took you know, or an hour I should say goes by and you haven't taken a call yet. So Let's rectify that by uh, by talking to some folks. Let's uh, let's talk to Kylan in Newark. Uh, see what's up with him. Kylan, what's happening? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right, man. What's on your mind? Okay, you know. To add a little bit to the AEW discussion this week. To help Mm -hmm. you guys frame how Rampage is supposed to be looked at, Tony Khan says this morning on Busted Open Radio that Rampage is AEW's SmackDown and Dynamite is their Raw or Nitro. And Dark and Dark Elevation will be their WCW Worldwide or Shotgun yeah. Saturday Night. That's, that wasn't very hard to figure out. I mean, all adds up for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. the obvious kind of thing. So, for the Peacock Report this week. You know what, Kyle? Before you hold up, hold up. I've been have had the show on pause because I haven't. I meant to say bring this up, but I just haven't had a good time to break in. In the so I've been watching Sunday Night Heat since last week since Kyle told me they're uh, they're all up or at least the first two years. So I'm not going to episode eleven or twelve. And first off, Heat was the shit. It literally was like a mini Raw. It, it's, it's such an exciting like show with some consequences and halfway decent matches and, and, and finishes. Uh, so on Heat. And then on the next day, he was still in the hospital on Raw with his ankle, and they did the, the Austin uh, beat him up in the, in the hospital thing. But here's where the Peacock part comes in. Austin goes to take Ben's, Vince over the bed and goes to put shove the thing up his ass, whatever that little medical device was. They they still they stilled it, and then all you heard was the audio, and then they cut to the next when they were showing the okay. highlights on Heat. Yeah, yeah, like they showed it. They showed that every week. It didn't matter what it wasn't. Yeah, so Peacock's not uh, not not showing that. The Orpheus uh, punctuation. Yeah, but that was interesting. I can hit play. And Austin's all over this show. God damn. You got Austin showing up on Heat. Rocket Rock had a match with Ken, not Ken Shamrock. Rock and uh, 
somebody main evented the heat before last one that I watched. Like, man, this show took a huge dive like a year from now. But go ahead, Kyla. You got the cock report. Let's hear it. So for week number six of the Peacock Report, in terms of library content this week, we had the additions of Batista, the Animal Unleashed 2014 documentary, where Batista admits it hurt him to come back and be booed during his pre-Guardians of the Galaxy run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had creation and destruction. Triple H's road to WrestleMania 35 in 2019. And these are Eric, that sounds like a documentary type thing. Yeah. Eric Bischoff, Sports Entertainment's most controversial figure documentary. And we have DDP's DVD, Positively Living, added to the Peacock version of. WWE Network. Hmm. Okay. A couple of documentaries. Uh, nothing that's too groundbreaking. Maybe that Triple H one. They're interested in his 2019 WrestleMania run. Hey, listen, fuck all that. The new episode hmm. of uh, Law and Order Organized Crime came out, and I was finally going to watch it last night, and I turned it on, and this girl next to me going to tell me, uh, is this the, the new Law and Order series? I said, yeah. She's like, what episode is this? Like, number five. She's like, I want to watch it from the beginning. So I had to sit there and watch, like, two episodes while I fell asleep on some bullshit. Because I'm trying to watch episode five. She wouldn't watch episode one. You should have come through and watch what's on. Yeah. Obviously not. Yeah. She got her way. What you mean? Well, Travis. You Next know. time. No, I'm not put I'm never putting my foot down. This is why this is why every time you get on this show you say my girlfriend because you put your foot down too many times. It's finally working out for you. Please don't fuck this up. Uh, <laughs> not putting anything yeah. down. I'm putting the remote down and I'm shutting the fuck up. But um yeah, I one good thing, um, as I related back to what's going on, one good thing is that I didn't get to watch it live, so I was watching it like Monday, but yeah, so I did. I could pause, stop, and rewind when I needed to the next day, uh, watching the pay per view. I mean, um, but I haven't really done any exploring for anything on the network. With uh, life is just busy, but them adding more and more stuff every week, I think is good. And eventually, it's going to get to a point where all the things I might have wanted to revisit on the network are going to be there. So you know, in a few months, it'll be it'll be a good watch. Have they done anything more with uh, with Nitro, Kylan? Nope. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I, actually, actually, I'm I'm wrong. They 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 did add almost all of the rest of them. Okay, so they okay they did jump in there because it's not just 1996 or 1997. 
Yep, they they've added almost all of the rest of them, with the exception of maybe like six. And those six are probably just random sprinkled out, sprinkled through the years. I assume it's not like six in a row or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because Sunday Night Heat, they just got random ones that are missing. And there's, I thought, oh, shit, is this something super controversial happened on this one? And I read the results. You know, I find it, the results or a wiki page or something. And it's like, you know, regular-ass episode of Heat uh, that they just didn't put up. So, I don't know. Like, maybe the file was corrupted. Or <laughs> who fucking knows why those six random nitros out of, you know, 300 or however many episodes they had didn't didn't go up. So, so my my question for this week, mm-hmm. are you are you happy for or or angry at Thea Trinidad slash? We're happy for that woman. She's getting paid. She's fighting with WWE. She's making her own decisions. I mean, for the most part, Kyla, I'm happy for her. I, I mean, I don't I don't think she wanted to get released four or six months ago, whenever uh, that's long ago. I don't think she was happy about being released. So when they go, oh, um, we want to hire you back. Here's a new contract. <laughs> okay. Assuming she doesn't have to cancel some shit that she uh, maybe had put in the works since she got released, uh, you know, a few months ago, she doesn't have to like screw any promoters or, or, or convention centers over with her not showing up because she got re-signed at WWE. Good for her. I don't. I think I don't see we- what the why there would be animosity towards the Trinidad Selena Vega for re-signing. So I think. I think what Kylan's referencing, and Kylan, correct me if I'm wrong, when she first got released, I think, Travis, the conversation we were having was as creatives in the sense of, you know, there's this streaming money, there's this Twitch money that she's not getting, and if she's going that route, more power to her for blazing that trail. I think mm-hmm. that's more what Kylan's referencing in the conversation hey, we were having. That's right. There we go. I okay. forgot that's why she, uh, it was, it was, uh, that was one of the reasons, if not the reason, she was uh, released because she was like, and, "No, this is the money I'm making." So, do you know before and, you get to your uh, Ann, Kylan? But do, do you know if, and maybe it'll be a while before these details come out, if ever, were there concessions made? Did they go, "Okay, you can do your thing," or did she go, "Okay, here, you can take a piece of my thing"? Uh, I assume I, that's I not believe, something that's been reported. I yet. believe. I believe the the big concession that that I understand is she's getting somewhat of a nice raise from what she was making. But what about the stuff? What about her non WWE money though? Like her Twitch money, her OnlyFans money, her Patreon money, whatever. I, I, I will try to find yeah. out 
what I can on that. It may not be something she's willing to tell people because she might have made a concession and don't want to, you know, people to know that, which I get. But, but does it make, you know, if they gave her a, a raise for a percentage, she probably did the math and was like, okay, well, we all win. They get the fucking... They get the they get the visual not the visual but the optics of controlling everybody that they like you know because they fucking control freaks and I get the visual or the optics of I held my ground and now I'm getting more money and everybody knows I'm getting more money so everybody wins in this situ- in that particular situation I think and she got four months off or whatever it was so. You know? Oh, seven shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, I, I bet you part of that conversation um, was that, yeah, your husband is getting a push. Like, I bet that was part of the resigning because, like, mm-hmm. you, you let me go, but you got my man out here doing nothing, hanging out in mm-hmm. catering getting fat. And I say he's getting fat, but you know what I mean. Like, he's just eating and out of there working. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got some vignettes. Like, that thing's coming, so so we'll see. And it's so um, much better than the vignettes he was doing two years ago when they were bringing him up. Please just knock random. on my door. Yeah. Please oh, knock on my door. <laughs> yeah. And these are just like, oh, these seem like they fit. They're, little, they're not just all dark and trying to be dark yeah. and spooky and fake Undertaker bullshit. Like, they look intellectual, and, like, he's put some thought into not just uh, reciting fucking trite, spooky lines. And, yeah, it seems that they, they're putting more, or he's putting more effort, everybody's putting more effort into into his character and into what he's doing. So, um, again, seems like everybody's winning. Oh, oh, and by the way, I, I'm not sure if we if Wade or or anyone else we know has heard the same set of information, but I'm hearing that it's possible she could be put with Simone Pebbles Johnson. Wow. See, I've been waiting. I said I want there should there needs to be a, a woman manager, valet, whatever, that manages a woman. And they don't have that. I don't I think. So, yeah, that, that's that's cool. Yeah, somebody in the chat. Zelina Vega doing all this pro-unionization shit. They're going right back, kind of takes away my sympathy uh, for her if she's treated bad again. I get it. I get it. Um... My, my my thing is always like, boy, it's easy to talk that that union stuff when you You're fresh out, you fresh off the block. No, 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 not even that. When you fresh out a job, it's easy to talk well, about it because you don't want to yeah. be there. But then you're like, yo, I really did enjoy eating steak and shrimp twice a week. Like that was the shit. Like page and page. Point. Yeah, for sure. That did absolutely happen. But mm-hmm. the thing about that was absolution, not even absolution, but like uh, 
what was what, Kyrie and Oscar? What was their their titles? The Pirates. Warriors. Oh, for fuck's the sake! Bookie Warriors. Yeah. Um, they didn't need Paige. An absolution. Nobody needed Paige. Like, like I don't think Paige added to those acts. I think is my thing. So, um, but I, I, but you're right. It did absolutely happen. I'm not disparaging that. But Zelina could definitely like, like I think Simone Johnson is this super fascinating kid who's like would never have to work a day in her life and would never go hungry. But we don't know anything about her other than she believes in all the positive black shit that I do too and who her daddy is. And so it might be a nice like move along with her with that. Um, Let me flip it up and ask a question because I don't think, again, Kylan, your memory is impeccable. Uh, knowing where you were coming from from the Zelina thing, Kylan, where does Drew McIntyre go from here? Because we and before you answer, I'm sorry, we ain't even talked about Kofi beating Randy and Lashley in the same in night. Same night, yeah. <laughs> like beating them in the same night. And, and you know what's funny? I did the the post show with Wade. Wade's the only person who doesn't see the vision. <laughs> Everybody else is like, yo. They didn't fire it up a challenger. And I'm like, yeah, they have. And I understand Wade's point in that they haven't made Kofi look strong, but hell, that's how you make somebody look strong in one night. Beat Randy Orton and you beat Bobby Lashley the same night. That's strong as hell to me. Yeah, one one of my points before Kylan jumps back in, one of my points about the Raw main event picture, now that, because I was saying last week, they got to fucking move on. They got to move on from... Bobby Lashley and even uh, Lashley Drew and even uh, having Strowman in the mix. It's the same shit since February, January. It's the same thing. And I was thinking this is going to be the summer where Bobby Lashley just, it's just going to be so many different number one contenders probably. And Lashley's just going to go through them all. And if Kofi's one of the first few, I'm cool with that. Because somebody's got to, yeah. they got to, they got to offer up challenges uh, uh, for for Lashley, and they all, they can't be Drew McIntyre again, it can't be uh, Braun Strowman again. So they're gonna have to, you know, have some quote unquote lesser talents get elevated. And as soon as I saw uh, the Kofi uh, results. I was like, oh, okay, exactly. Like you said, you know, see the vision. I was like, oh, I see where, where, what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, okay, Kylan, you um, try to say something. Yeah. Let him jump in. To answer Cam's question, I think at the beginning of the next superstar shakeup in probably October, Drew, Drew is the Drew is the first name picked to go to SmackDown, and Drew becomes the the Rock to Roman Stone Cold, or the the Edge to Roman's John Cena, or Randy Orton to Roman's John Cena, or however you'd like to phrase, which. Which should be very interesting since we're going to get live crowds back permanently as of 
Friday, July 16th, from mm. what I understand. Mm. So it, it's interesting timing. Like, Travis, we haven't talked about it, but you know we're going to the AEW show, right? Like, we're, we're doing that. Seems I don't know how like, that impacts uh, the show. But yeah, yeah we, oh, because it's on a Wednesday. And, yeah, and we might be able to... We have AEW connections. Is that weird to say? I'll be, I, I can't Me? lie. I'll be stunting a little bit. In, I ain't got in, no connection. In, I don't know these people. Well, we're, we, we, are, we are a broadcasting team. So we <laughs> okay. have connections. And I'll be, I'll be in, in on Twitch, like, because I, I drink on Twitch, so I always let, like, stuff go. But everybody kind of knows, I think. We have you AEW connections. on Twitch part. So, oh, shut up. Um, I, 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 that's a different stunt. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I do stunt a little bit, so I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying we can go for free, but I think yeah. we might be able to have some conversations at that show that... Yeah, that might know, be worth missing the, uh, missing a live, a live show. We're just before. doing the show from the parking lot, <laughs> some type of way. Or right? that, yeah. Like, we can, yeah. Yeah, we can always, like... There, there's a way to do that. So, uh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure we're going to that. But it's interesting, Kylan. They're going back in July when AEW is also coming back. But, you know, that's probably Google saying, hey, we're letting people back in our offices in July and the rest of the world following suit. So I can see that for sure. All right. Appreciate you, Kylan. As always, thanks for the call. Let's, also, uh, Travis, I want to say this really quickly. We yes. usually, uh, and anybody in the chat, we usually cut this right when AEW starts. I'm not in a rush to end the show. I'm having a lot of fun having this live yeah. interaction. So don't, don't, Travis, on my account, don't feel like you got to go off right at 7 because this is, I'm having a ball. <laughs> this yeah. is great. We, we, didn't talk about, iPad. we didn't talk about, and before we bring Darrell on, we didn't talk about the uh, the Miz, the match, and unfortunately the injury. Yo, Miz got hurt for the first time in his career. Um, first major injury. First time he's had the miss. Boy, I'm, time. I'm kicking somebody out of the chat right now. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how I do that, but somebody there's like a bot in the chat, so we're gonna get him oh, the fuck on. Yeah. You sure? I don't know. It's kind of. I want to click that. Should I click it? I don't want to. I don't want to be famous. He's gone. So. <laughs> Um. Anyway, like we were saying, yeah, first injury of your career, man. Um, I hope Miz doesn't take it personally, like on Priest or anything. I hope he knows how blessed he's been. Um, but not that you can do it all the time. This is why you just have a regular ass match. <laughs> this is why you just do regular shit. You don't pull out zombies and all that kind of stuff. Um, but did it you know, even make um, any sense in the story that they were telling? Like, I, I, I haven't been following week to week the Miz, Damian Priest, you know, rivalry, but I don't remember either one having a gimmick where zombies should show up. I didn't look, I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, it's the fucking middle of May. This has zombies. Are, I'm looking at my media stuff. Like, is there a big zombie movie that they're trying to cross promote? What the fuck was the point? Well, it was. No, it was. Oh, I don't okay. know the very beginning, but so Batista no, I, actually. Um, Night of the Lizard. I recommend yes. you go watch it. 
For fuck's sake. Yeah. That, they don't even Army show any real... That is like the... When they show the preview for that movie, they don't even let you know what the movie's about. I guess they, they say, well, the visuals speak and the, the name of the movie. actual preview... Yeah, the actual preview is actually really good. Like, I was okay. like, okay, I kind of fuck with this. But yeah, you're right. When WWE does it, they just do clips of the guy that works for them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't even seen that. I've only seen the... The 15-second Netflix commercial that just, you know, it's – and the girl goes, don't you want to know what the consequences are or the risk? And the, the pilot goes, I said I'm in. I don't need any – and I'm just like, well, what's this about? And then you see howling, like, zombie dogs and monsters and shit. And you're like, okay, I guess they're fighting monsters. I don't know how the monsters turned into monsters or what world they're in. Is it a, a post-apocalyptic? Is it a future thing? <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. Now, okay, I guess it makes sense in some way why they would have zombies. But still, just because you're having a, your Batista's doing this cheesy zombie movie don't mean you got to, oh, man. I'm so stupid. Yeah, it was, it was silly. Silly cross-promotion that I don't think helped either side, even though John Morrison got to do, um, you know, super cool John Morrison shit. Motherfucker was motherfucker did a uh, jumping, flipping front kick off of the stairs onto a guy. Like what? <laughs> and it looked great. <laughs> it looked fantastic. Um, he was trying to find his way through them zombies. They eventually got his ass. But him being fully unhinged and clearly on drugs and just spaced out. I I, I love it, Travis. I love it. I love it. I, um. I think yesterday was a year to the day of the passing of Chad Gaspard. And I'll just, you know, I don't know what Morrison believes. I don't know who he votes for. I don't know none of that shit. But I know Morrison had his ass out there in the ocean swimming trying to find his friend. And yeah. I'll never, you know, that, that, not that I didn't like the guy before, but my criticisms about him in wrestling were real. But I, I can't say nothing bad about that, man. Yeah. He takes Damian Priest's finisher move, the best I've ever seen that that overdrive or uh, what do we call that? Uh, that damn spinning neckbreaker type move, that variant. He sells it the best, basically doing a cartwheel head bump. It's yeah, it's wild. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Darrell. See what's on his mind. Darrell, what what's up? happening? What's going on? First of all, what's up, Trav? Mr. Um, going on the date, drinking in the middle of the date. Look <laughs> at my girlfriend and her beer flight. Isn't she so cute? Head ass boy. First off, <laughs> that wasn't even close to the caption, but all right. <laughs> that's how I read it. That's, that's how it looks to me. <laughs> that's how I seen it, too. Hit, hit and, for uh, uh, on your computer, Darrell. We're getting the Twitch oh, feed. Man, I'm trying. I know. My bad. That's on the TV. That's on the TV. Yeah. But okay. um, uh, second, secondly, um, fuck you, Cam, and that ugly <laughs> ass uh, Rattler um, pullover that you got Yo, on. Yo, it's my shit, man. Day, like, every I, day. I love, um, I, like, me and my little sister, we're 
seven years apart, but we just, like, we love each other so much, and we just support each other and talk all the time. We ain't had a fight since we were, like, three, and so, like, yeah, I buy FAMU stuff because my sister went there. Like, and it's my it's my shit. And so, like, I see, you know, I live in a town that's mostly white people, but when I wear this hoodie, it's always, like, an old black person who, like, strikes up a conversation with me. Like, what you know about that? So I love it. No, nah, man, he was my shit, man. And then I went to campus. Man, all you, 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 and, you and the sister and them old and them old people can can get slapped silly. Fuck <laughs> y'all. Oh, y'all. I swear, <laughs> I, I, cook, I love me, it. It cooked me all day, every day. Yo, so really quickly, <laughs> yo, the coolest shit about uh, about FAMU and about HBCUs that I didn't know until like a few weeks ago. So of course they're HBCUs. But, of course, white people can, like, go to them. What I didn't realize was how many white baseball players went to HBCUs because that's where they could Man, get in. they got a ton of them, amazing. boy. <laughs> Yo, it's a ton of them. You saw it. It's amazing. Yeah. There are so many yeah. white baseball players. I, you know, I went to Cookman. Like, and like, yeah, I, I went to the corniest fucking HBCU, man. The most, uh, the most the party list. Fucking unrecognizable HBCU in the goddamn country, Norfolk State. Here, went to 30 minutes down the street and went to Hampton and been more recognizable when you say, oh, yeah, no, I went to Hampton. Oh, in Virginia, huh? Yeah. Norfolk Funny enough, um, I was talking to one of my students who's taking summer classes here who goes to Hampton, and she mm-hmm. hates Hampton. She hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that... I think it's an Austin thing. Like, you grew up black in Austin, oh, okay. and you used to, and you think you're going to go to Hampton, and you're like, yo, I'm going to really get in touch with my people. But then you realize, like, maybe you didn't really know how to navigate around your people. Yeah. It's been mm. kicking her in the ass a little bit. Um, mm. God bless her. Hey, I will learn how to talk to talk. Instead of being yeah. out here sounding like the acclaim, sounding lame, and then when you get around them Negroes, He's like, boy, you don't get your nappy-head ass up out of here, your slick back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the barge ass up out of here, boy. Without it. Just Sean with Tuskegee, for sure. Sean was like an engineer. Yo, I, when, I went to, when I went down to Norfolk, it was kind of like culture shock because it was just I, I had never been around. The, even though I went to like inner city high school and shit, but I grew up downtown in downtown Philly, so I just uh, – I remember thinking, like, damn, it's just only black people here? Like, what the fuck? Where are my, there ain't no Asian bitches? Like, what's, what's happening? It's just like, yeah, I got I got to eat, sleep, drink, party with these motherfuckers 24-7. All right. Yeah. And, and chat, just so y'all know, uh, Dynamite has started. So I'm going to be watching it in the background. If you if you rocking, we can still rock. I'm going to just have that going. Cause I don't need to hear nothing this early. Man, you just be on camera to show that earring that you done stole from the movie set of the fan from back in the day, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When I bought it, I was like, yo, Dion can do it. I could probably do it. Um, I haven't, like, you I probably got you um, Al Pacino peeping, um, peeping through your window mad because you ain't signed the bat for the kids. I'm looking out the window right now. Well, sure. it'll be a wrestling belt. Yo, <laughs> but no, we, cannot, we, we cannot have the three of us on a call and not talk about fucking Kwame Brown from this week. I, really I, quick, I have okay. it. Before we get to it, really quick, mm-hmm. let's just say, because uh, I want to keep it wrestling for a second before the show starts. Oh, okay. Uh, 
they had Miro run through Darby Allen. They let Darby Allen get his shit in. What? They were like, nah. That was a hell Miro of a match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a right hell of move. a match. But Kwame Brown? Yeah, it was a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's... No, that's... So first of all, you the one that was holding the camera when Kwame Brown was doing... Talking that bullshit. That was you. Specifically, <laughs> Darrell. Oh, yeah. He probably, he probably stayed by... He probably grew up like an hour away. We played we um we played in high school back in the day when he was the um the shit but the biggest bust ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I appreciate him saying nobody in the NBA is a bust. I do appreciate that. Cuz if I if I walk Man, away from a job I'm good at 30 million dollars richer, I mm-hmm. just bust whatever. I think I'm finna bust his bank account. I I I get that part. Like it's like I told you my 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 future cousin-in-law, Danny Trejo, Said there are no bad movies because everybody got paid off the movie. Everybody, right. I, well, I disagree. I understand what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so, so Darrell, let me. Listen. You and I are the same age, right, Darrell? You're 35 as well. Yep. Okay, so we're 35. And Trav, you're 38. Travis, man, I'm about to be 41. But thank you. Oh, old ass nigga. Um, but thinking about it, like I didn't, I didn't process the fact because because Kwame Brown was Jordan's pick. Kwame Brown was significantly younger than Kobe when he got there. I didn't realize that Kwame Brown is like thirty eight, and he talks like a thirty eight year old nigga who's around a lot of sixty eight year old niggas, and he's right. crazy. He, hey man, everybody from here was on that team that Kobe Yo. used to talk shit. Coming out talking shit to them niggas and be like, hey. He told Steven Jackson to put the blunt down, pull your pants up, you fake-ass, well, not fake, he's like, you fake-ass Black Lives Matter activist, and you out here, sh- and out here promoting gang culture and shit, like, yeah, he told I Matt can't Barnes, he told Matt Barnes, he said, he said, you out here light-skinned with good hair, and you should be taking other niggas' bitches like Drake. But niggas are taking your bitches because you want to be a gangbanger. I was like, my God. Like, <laughs> but you know what? Like, 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 you but you should say, say it. Eddie ain't going to let no finger wave head ass nigga talk shit to him. I agree you can't talk crazy about Matt Except, like, that nigga talk crazy about Matt Barnes. Like, there was no fear in his heart. He was like, yeah, nigga. I know. That boy said, give him the ring. Every time he got Gilbert Arenas, man. He's going to jail. Fuck Gilbert Arenas as a human being. Hey, y'all, as somebody, and Darrell, I know you've been up the road, Travis. I know you've been down the road. As somebody from the DMV, there are a lot of wild country niggas in that area who want, they didn't give a fuck who Gilbert Arenas was. Like, nigga, I don't have a contract. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I'll beat the shit out of you. Like, yeah, that, that nigga was wild. Yeah, that, why that, that why that boy had to come. What that boy had to come on uh, him and um uh, what's what's the name? Um, who Christmas? Play for the Lakers. Uh, damn. Who they 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 were pulling the pistols out of on each other in the uh in yeah, the Jabari's Christmas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's wrong. Oh, he out there snitching on them. <laughs> That's the wildest ass time, dog. Like niggas was in a dice game, and ugh. like you forget, you forget that there are like niggas out here, like like genuine like niggas. 
just exists in this world where somebody makes it to the league and you're like, oh, that's a good dude, or maybe he's a good dude in the sense of basketball. No, there are a lot of niggas in the NBA, and, yeah, they, they do nigga shit. Like, Kwame is like, he don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. they told this story about him knocking dude out and having to run away and then walking into a party where they patched him up like it was goddamn fallout and they gave him a med pack. Like, pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he 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 spoke his, he spoke his mind. Yes, you think they're going to the next the, episode of all the smoke? They're going to respond? Like, is this going to be a back and forth? Because he, they can't not. Um, come, come on, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Darrell, I did tell you I used to go to church with Stephen Jackson, right? Oh man. You no, okay. So Stephen Jackson, when Stephen Jackson was a spur. Um, my really close, uh, like our, our closest family, um, they're also from Orange. So that's why he went to the church because all of a sudden he plays for San Antonio. That's like his cousins from Orange. He is, a, he was like 20, what is he now? Is he 38? Something like that? Oh, Stephen Jackson. I mean, he might be 40. Okay. So, but he's only like five years older than, than us, right? When I was in high school, he was playing for the Spurs. And he was a part of what? The 05 championship, I want to say? It was 05 or 03. Yeah. But basically, yeah. like, if I'm 16, he's 21. He had a Cadillac CTS, a, a champagne Cadillac CTS, when he was like 23. Like, he's been an old nigga about that shit forever. So there's no way he lets that shit slide. It's impossible. Like, you can't do it. And Matt Barnes, like you said. Nigga like him who got like, old kids, who got grown kids. Hell yeah, uh-huh. you can't let that go. That, yeah, no. Nah. It's, it's going to be something. But I, my thing with, like, the, what Kwame said about Jamel Hill, I was like, I, that's that's when it gets to be too much. Like, when you talk about how women act different uh, when men talk to them, I'm like, dude, like, I know what, you, what you're trying to say, but I can't be a part of that discourse. Like, nah. Mm, nah I didn't hear that. Out. First of all, first of all, it, just he, came it out was a good that. interview, but that okay. nigga, but that nigga, stop, that nigga soft as hell himself. That nigga ain't hard. You know, he, he ain't around his, he don't go around, even though he ain't come from a big city, he don't go around his city no more. Because he know it's people yeah. that who uh, punk him every day. That boy ain't tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what was this, this thing that, saw, that said that the, the Wizards could have had MJ, Kobe, and Somebody else, but the owner or whoever was like such a big Kwame Brown fan or some stupid shit. And oof, Elton Brand? No, that's somebody that chants it, man. Uh, but I know it was MJ, Kobe, and some other not superstar, superstar type player, but like an Elton Brand type in the same lineup. And they were like, no, we got, we want Kwame Brown or whatever. So, Kwame right. Brown played on that old Lakers squad who was getting the shit talked to them by Kobe. He, when he, he, Kobe was talking to Kobe them. Kobe was like, fed up. Talk to Kobe Bob wanted to leave. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for but what? Sure. Who was the nigga that you said on picks getting Kobe open? Not Kwame. He was on the bench. <laughs> he made it. Yeah, he <laughs> he was Kwame Brown looking at him like, he took that mean personal. He's like, you know, Kobe and Kwame combined for 80. 
82 points. He got he yeah, he saw that and was like, man, fuck whoever made this me. Really quickly, not to anybody <laughs> oh, but my Spurs yeah. are getting smashed in the play in game. Um Who won the Eastern nine one versus that ten? I don't care. I don't know. Um but um we are losing um, thirty seven Boston in, um, in the first. Boston won. Mm. Uh yeah. Kimball Walker um, and his and, um, don't tread on me fit, which I got so many questions. Uh, they pulled that out, but San Antonio was losing thirty-seven to seventeen in the first. <laughs> we man, we want to go home, baby. Woo, shit, man. Your your light-skinned brother just scored fifty points last night. So hey, chill out, man. You know y'all light-skinned brothers winning for a day. Yeah, I don't. Then you got the other super like, light-skinned coming up at ten. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, there's never been must-see TV like Steph versus Braun in a playing game. Like, this really matters. Like, it's a big deal. Like, the play-in tournament is weird and also super important and makes sense. Like, so, Travis, you're familiar with how it breaks down, right? Somewhat. I I think it's the dumbest fucking thing. Okay. So, seven and eight play, Okay. For the seventh nine playing for the seventh team. Because if you're the seventh team and you win, don't you still you're still seventh? <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> it does, but it also is incentive not to tank ultimately, right? Exactly. Uh, but mm-hmm. so seven and eight play, if seven wins, or whoever wins that game is the seventh seed. Whoever loses that game plays the winner between nine and ten. So they become only the have to win one game. Exactly. They only have to win one game. Nine or ten have to win two games to make the playoffs. I, I okay. actually do kind of like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know what's funny? Uh, imagine being Phoenix or Utah and having these great seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got to play LeBron or Steph in the first round. Because guess what? No, neither of those teams are beating L.A. I think they got the a Jazz shot. The Jazz can't beat the Warriors. Like, look, listen, they're going to go ISO Steph for a mad screens. And I they did that all year. He beat, them, he, he beat them two to one. He already beat them two to one. And, and they don't have Donovan Mitchell. So, <laughs> Yeah, man, good luck. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Hey. Out here, they gonna be out here looking like Joe Budden. Oh, mm. Travis, I'd love to have an entire conversation with you about that. I I talked I talked about Travis <laughs> a lot on Spaces last night, and it was all love. But I would love to have a conversation with you about exactly happened with that podcast. I think you'd find that interesting. Uh, Wait, Joe Budden, talking about me? Why are you talking about? Oh yeah, me? I, I always talk about. <laughs> No, no, I don't. I saw, I saw G Peoples posted a meme, and it was like it was Joe Budden's head on uh, R. Kelly's body in the in the interview where he went off on Gail King, and it was like Joe Budden headed Joe Budden headed to the podcast set like, and I didn't I didn't get it, and so I was like, oh, Joe Budden, but I'm sure I'll figure it out in the in the in the coming in the coming days and whatever, but okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, mm. uh, I'll wait to hear that story, Cam. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, what you got for Darrell? All that. So, Darrell, 
has a very interesting wrestling topic he wants to talk about. Look at Ricky yeah. Starks. Look at Ricky Starks. Hurt neck, suit, no shirt, Broke big neck. cross. All right, they keep him on TV. That's what's up. <laughs> hey man, the best thing in wrestling I have right now that I see is goddamn um hit row. None of the more realistic people that's close to yeah, modern day. Beat the shit out of Dre, tweeting that they look like a bunch of nerdy kids playing like they from the hood. And I was like, they do. Like they seem. First of all, I mean, you know, um, Swerve like made like, songs with with real with real people. Uh, I mean, uh, so producer, real people. I mean, yeah, they all got credentials in some way or the other. I don't think their gimmick is that they're gangbangers and they shoot people. Like they just a cool ass crew. They look like all like, these. They yeah, they look like all these young kids' favorite rapper. Exactly. Hey, yeah, it's crazy uh, forty and being a fucking old head and and going nah, these kids these days. Look at their outfits. That's, I bet that's what that was about. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to see where they're headed with like, them. You see where they're headed okay. with them. They'll be, they'll be the new uh, Undisputed Era as far as, like, all the gold in the NXT by, by the end of the era, by this time. And, the, and that's something new. And that's something new because how many times do we see factions start with a female in it anyway? And she comparable to yeah, me to an um, right? old girl from AEW. How many times did we talk about her, not her business, but UE adding a woman to them and how that would improve on what they were doing? Like, we've talked about that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, every every oh. faction that gets some tra- that gets any kind of traction, uh, I think we bring that up. Uh, we brought that up with, uh, with her business, too. I think that's why you, you, yeah. you said them first. But yeah, we even bought it up with them. And this boy drinking orange juice. That ain't no hen or no end. That ain't no hen, no crown. It ain't no brown alcohol that I know. <laughs> that boy drinking orange juice. That, is that the boy drinking shit. orange juice. Yo, I tell you what. Hook, uh, uh, hook uh, is a beautiful apple suplex juice. ever. Hook hit an amazing suplex. Like, all his life, his daddy was telling him, Stone? when you hit a suplex on TV, not Hook. Like, that suplex looked oh. great. Um, Tony Storm. Tony Storm hit that wild ass fucking DDT. That was incredible. I'm still looking at it like, how did you do that? But I, the idea that Hips steel. the finisher didn't work, so I got to pull up with something new. Oh, Red Velvet is so fine. Oh my goodness. Come on. Um, but anyway. Oh, Anthony Agogo. But hey, the wrestling topic I want to talk about is the fine ass stallions they had on Monday night. Talking about man, I I sit under the tree under MVP all day, man. Fuck all that. 
Nigga, if you ain't got no women with you, I don't want to sit up underneath your old crusty uh, your old crust ass, man. It ain't nothing you can teach me, man. Yeah. I'm disrespectful apparently, to the old people. Apparently, that was MVP. Um, he's the one that planned out the talent, as it were. Um, <laughs> yes, well done. Cause Ooh. man, Shawty on the right was tough. They were all like, they're all good looking women. But man, I see the two. Them two How many were there in total? Boy, there were five. Um, the two black women at the end, boy. And, yo, the one, okay, not the one tag, or the one tag, not the one who posted, but the one to the <laughs> left Look at her Instagram. <laughs> Look at her IG, because she's tough. Okay. I'm going there now. Live on the, live on the track. <laughs> the first post under underneath the original tweet by Queen of AEW stands is like, but what about the other women? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who said that? Man, I, uh, somebody replying to the original tweet with the two, I assume the two black women in the, in the spot. I don't give a fuck. And a Meg the Stallion gift going, ow. <laughs> Same. Uh, Man, I can't even get past that picture that you got them, just them two standing there. And yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. Cut off. That's the perfect picture, right? Mm-hmm. Them women bad right there, boy. Yeah. Just some bad women. Full figure gal. All that other shit. They... And it's oh, just yeah. like MVP, because uh, somebody tagged him when I posted, and he did like the sunglasses emoji or something. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, like, there are people who understand that there's not one type of woman that people like. And I was just, I was taken aback when Thick Shawty came out. I was like, yo, they get it. They get I'm it. I'm going to tell they my kids, this is the legion of doom. That is what I said. I just read it. <laughs> That's what I said. Yo, they are tough. Like, yeah. uh, I just hit my man. So uh, if you're in the chat, uh, if you follow WCW Worldwide on Twitter, he just dropped his new Sting shirt, and I'm like, yeah, I need one, because Sting makes fucking great merch. So he actually remixed the original Sting shirt uh, where it was black and white. So I'm getting the pink one to wear this summer. I'm really excited about it. So if you like wrestling shirts that aren't sold by wrestling companies, follow mm-hmm. my man WCW Worldwide for sure. Oh man, but one other thing, man. Hey, people kept telling me I I was stupid, but uh, I know they moved over to TBS. But I told everybody that they were gonna get booked. That those people that wanted didn't know they would. Um, uh, they 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 crazy people over there. They fired. They fired. They boss man. AT and T did. So what they really start, doing? And start moving. AT&T trying to sell off all parts of everything. And me being a DC fanboy, and I remember Trav called me that a long time ago. Um, you know, it, it hurt in my heart because um, DC Comics is going to be, they're trying to sell that off separately, and they're trying to sell Warner Brothers Studios off separately because they hemorrhaging money. AT&T, everybody forget AT&T is the parent company to all of that, and they losing money like crazy. So they that's why they um doing the merger to get um discovery that and that's why discovery start adding all the stuff to their little app because they know they were doing the merger 
um, because AT&T won't HBO 9 and Discovery and won't Discovery to help boost up HBO 9 since they have more, a few more people than that right there. And then they trying to sell off all the other stuff. Like, you know, because um, I didn't even know that they had uh, under them um, the people who made Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. That's up underneath yeah. um, up underneath there, too. And they, try, they still in process trying to sell all of that and everything, you know. Um, the studios, they're trying to get rid of that. They ain't selling them together. They finna start chopping them up. So it's finna be in a minute where, um, where, um, what's that? Um, That's you know how Marvel don't own all their characters. Warner Bros. Mm-hmm. ain't gonna own all their characters anymore either because they're gonna start, uh, cause they're trying to sell them off. You said the comics off, and then you said the studio off with somebody else. Now you don't own all your characters no more. Now you got to auction them off and and try to find clever ways to do um to do stuff mm-hmm. because they're trying to go heavy into the streaming service. Well, you've been on it. They only keep the things that make money. Oh, oh, shit! Look at these wax. Whack ass niggas right here, but I ain't gonna talk about them. But yeah, they just trying to keep stuff. You know, hockey supposed to bring in money. Um, the NBA supposed to bring in money. Then they talking about college, um, college sports coming back. So that was another reason why they did the move to TNT. So you know, AEW was getting paid forty five million dollars a year for um Dynamite. So they're probably gonna boost them up another twenty. 20 million more, so they might get 65 to 70 million dollars a year just for that and that extra for the move and that extra hour. But you know, TBS, I bet you nobody in the chat or anything can name you two shows on TBS. Like original shows, you mean? Because like, I can say Big Bang. Yeah, Theory original shows. Something. That's just not, yeah. I don't know if that's Samantha yeah, no shows on TBS. Uh, if that's still mm-hmm. on. No? Nope. Only show that's new and original. Yep. The only show that's original that they got that that had new shows, and that was back in 2020 in March, was that show uh, from uh, Buddy who played Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe had a TBS show? Elijah Wood? You ain't even know that. Yeah, uh, yeah, the one who played Harry Potter. He had a um, Yeah, he had a um, TNT show. He had a TBS show. Yo, that Moxley Kingston hoodie is kind of hard. Like, I I might cop. <laughs> a Moxley Kingston hoodie is kind of is kind of hard. AEW makes like they throw all their designs at the wall, so they they're all out there. But that's kind of tough. Yeah, better be hold up, New York. Wait, are they getting a rap? Let's see if we get a rap. Yep, he got a mic. I ain't listening to that shit. And Willie Chuck, that ground flow show been canceled too. The last OG and Miracle Workers are the only two shows that's on still going on TBS. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Somebody hit him. Thank you. I'm a bull. I'm fasting the can. Who who playing this whole rap? Who's the rap? But yeah, Who but good thing for 
whoever um that is, a claim dude number one. But um yeah, good thing for them though they get to be the on the best on running show on that um network though, um first run show with both of the shows that they gonna do because um. So they have they they can say they own that network. Hmm. So the Braves don't even play on TBS no more. They ain't played on that. Yeah, the Braves either. don't. The Braves don't play what? in Atlanta anymore. Fuck the Braves. <laughs> They're not on TBS. This is news. No, me. they've been they've been they've been on TBS for years, man. They don't play on TBS. They said fuck that a long time ago. I don't know why, why? people be, um, be saying this stuff and don't even be. You can look that up on TV. They don't play on there. They play on Fox and other and other stuff like that. Mm, okay. You know, it's a sweet fucking deal to be the Cubs or the Braves because you had your own built-in national fucking uh, platform. Like everybody gets to see. Well, they trying to be woke. They trying to be woke. They got cable. Well, they're trying to be woke now. They don't want to even play in Atlanta no more because, you know, you know all the racist stuff our governor do. So, you know, they don't even want to play here no more. Well, then where the fuck are they already ran out Keisha Barbers. I'm just saying, I'm just saying they don't want to play here no more. They already had them move the the all-star game from up out of here, so. Yep. Mm. All right. All right, y'all ready to wrap Boxing this thing Kingston up? Boxing Kingston kind of have matching gear. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, if they got merch, um, they're a full-fledged team. They might as well start doing double team moves together. Yeah. <laughs> man, y'all need Shout to out to uh, putting out some merch, man. Yeah, yeah. We, um, yo, I can't, I can't explain to anybody, like, how, how busy the pandemic has been as far as work. Um, and I don't know. Because I'm... <laughs> Because I'm an online advisor, more people call me to take care of things they used to be able to go into campus to. And so it's been more busy, right? Um, so it's been harder to break down the time to, like, work on stuff. However, I finally invested in a new computer. And so there's stuff that's coming oh, out. Man. Like, uh, I didn't get to – shut up. I didn't get to say it on here but, um, yeah, I got an article coming out with Pro Wrestling Illustrated later this year, and I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of having a new computer was I need Photoshop to be faster. I need all the apps to work a bit quicker. So, uh, yeah, expect some more designs and stuff coming out here pretty soon that is on its way. Um, but really quick, I want to shout out the chat room, everybody who turned into Twitch. Um, as long as I'm home Wednesday on a on a like at 5 p.m. 5:30 p.m. We're going to do this thing every week. I think it's worked just fine. No interruptions because I bought that big ass Ethernet cable that's running through my whole house. Um, but yeah, thanks for being in the chat. If you want to talk wrestling, we're doing this weekly, so we're gonna go from there. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. And I'm investing in y'all too, man. Uh, Cam gonna put up the 50, and I'm gonna buy the rest for the Elgato so you can be able to switch it. And couching and then put the soundboard on it and stuff like that. And um, as long as you just give me 7%, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even that much at best, you know what I'm saying? Boom. It felt like that was a specific number. I feel like you know something I don't. I sure do. Hey, I told you I've been investing (laughs) in people for for this past year. Just read your fine print. My money's been coming up strong. 
MVP, thanks for the women. Love it. Keep the women around. Last she needs them every week. Guess that wraps up another another uh, fantastic episode of the East Coast Cast. We'll see if next week if we can uh, get a little more visual. Uh, get my mug on there too and really get going. So I looked to sign up because I meant I went to go say something in the chat room and was like, "Hey asshole, you got to sign up for that." So I was like, "Okay, let me see if I can sign up." Trav Lord taken, Travington taken. I'm fucking done. I, I don't have other <laughs> online fucking persona. You know, like, who who are these people that took both my goddamn names? Yeah, so I don't know who I'd be on Twitch. I, I'm having an identity crisis. Uh, I've been Trav Lord since 10th grade. It's just kind of hard to <laughs> be anything else. Uh, but, yeah. So, Man, right, you better put Trav Lord 45. He's no, fuck that shit. Trav Lord, 1980. Nah, screw that, man. That bullshit ass <laughs> number and underscore. Nah, nah, I'm fucking Trav Lord. I don't want to fight the motherfuckers who think they are. That's it. But all right, so that does it for us uh, here uh, on the on the non VIP show. Free folks, the ride is over. Uh, VIP members, chat. Click over. Rich and I'll be by for another hour probably more of content. Um, yeah, get at us in all the ways that you, you know that are available. Email, tweet, voicemail. Uh, so do those things. And uh, yeah, Cam, for all the callers, um, appreciate y'all. We'll get on y'all next week. We out of here. Above the rest, by a fool, head, shoulders, and chest. Give him hell on my lapel, staying dope to the death. And you can vote me, and hopefully get deep as the dawn. I'm getting ready for the scene, so to wait for the sun. Cause it's a new day, a new dawn, a brand new era. And you'd be hard pressed, dog, to find a jam more clever, my nigga. So, see the medals on my vest. Champion, go medal, chilling on my chest. So, could never be nothing less. Champion, grand beyond next. Oh, yeah.